you are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. It's it's a big one. It's a, it's a big one. It's a big one. Let's let's just jump right into it. We can't waste any time here. Right into let's it. Let's do it. Your thoughts, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, trilogy, <clears throat> broken foot, broken leg. I'm sorry. Well, it just goes to show you. Uh, so if I'm not mistaken, right, I, it was brought to everyone's attention that uh, Connor knew about his injury and so did Dana. So the fact that he would put a fighter at risk knowing what his injury was uh, kind of bothers me, knowing that it's all about the money. You, you, and of course, it's Connor. So he brings it in. You think Dana has morals? Oh, I know. I know. The fact that I'm even bringing that up, you know, but, um, but Connor though, not going to lie. It was kind of disgusting. Like what the way he was being trying to sell it still, even though you're, you have this injury, it was a loss for you because of that. I mean, he, he went a little too far, not to say, you know, the, he didn't go far with like the Habib thing, but. What do you mean? He went too far with what? His trash talk? The threats, the trash talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think, I don't think he's hungry for it anymore. And I I think he has everything he's ever wanted. Now it's just trying to stay active in the game. He doesn't have that hunger. I, I don't, I feel like the passion is gone. Not to mention, this is the first time he lost a rematch. Yeah. Right? So you would think like maybe even that would really uh like that would be the wake up call, right? Um Did I want him to win? Part of me, yeah, because who isn't a Connor fan? Uh I just didn't like the way Either of them were really more, more, more of Connor going into this thing. I don't like the way it ended. I think he needs to retire. He really whoa, needs to rethink his situation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you think you think he needs to retire because he doesn't have the passion, and because what he had bad trash talk. Or so besides Donald Cerrone. Besides Cerrone, when was his last win? When I started reading comments on certain forums and stuff, and I saw that question being asked, when was his last win besides Cowboy? And I was like, holy shit. Like, he he, he was kind of on a losing streak. Diaz. No, not Diaz. Uh, Alvarez? Because he beat Alvarez, got the two belts, then he, um, then he went to fight Mayweather. Didn't he? That's right. Then he lost to he lost to Mayweather, came back against Habib, lost to Habib, then he left, then he came back against Cerrone. Which he won, but that didn't I mean, he didn't stay in that weight class. He won and then he left and then he came back and then he lost um Yeah. It was the second Dustin fight, yeah, right? Yeah, the second Dustin fight. And then yeah. Lost again. Yeah. I mean, 
I think again he he has all the money that he him and his family could ever need. Um, he made it to the top. You know he's he's got his other businesses outside of the UFC. Um, but wait 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 wait. But why are you saying he needs to retire? I want to hear this reason. Why do you think he needs to retire? I don't the money. Yes, the success. Yes, but based off of that performance and what happened, you think he needs to retire because of the accident? He's not hungry for it. How is Unless he, not, he somehow ends up bankrupt. But what do you mean he's not hungry for it? What do you mean to find that? I, I, I just, well, I just said he's, he, in the beginning, well, let's go back to him and his girl at the time. Okay. That, you know, his wife, he's been with forever. Actually, are they married? They are not married. Well, him and his girl, they've been together since they had barely anything. Yes. Right? Yes. So it was a dream to like be at the top yeah. because of the fact that he came from pretty much nothing. Correct. Correct. Now that he has the world by its balls. Yes. What else is there to fight for? Legacy. That's already in the trash, dude. Because he's a martial artist. The only thing he will be remembered for was the rise of the UFC. And how popular it became because of Connor, which I also appreciate. He took the man. He took the mantle from Ronda Rousey. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, there are people I've spoken to who have nothing to do with martial arts. They've never done it in their lives. They never. They never watched UFC. Want anything? Yeah. Became fans, or at least are aware of Connor McGregor. So to have that kind of power where someone knows you or they're willing to watch, even if it's just your fight, the fact that they'll tune in to just watch you because of your personality, mm-hmm. that's what he'll be remembered for. Um, but, but what legacy at this point? Uh, I, I, I don't think he's hungry as far as, I mean, besides wanting his belt back, there's no other obstacle he needs to face besides other fighters for that belt. Like, there's nothing else to achieve besides an object. There's okay. there's no meaning behind it. <clears throat> okay. Okay, okay, okay. So what do you think about what happened in the fight? As far as the injury goes or him the getting... The fight, we saw, uh, we saw, the, uh, we saw an entire round. by Dustin Poirier, and it was a save by the bell situation. Um, because then there are a lot of people who are like, oh, but that was just the first round. Who knows how he would have been in the second? He would have gotten fucked up in the second round. You think so? And this is coming from a Connor fan. I love Dustin Poirier as well. I was rooting for Connor, but I'm telling you, man, Dustin Poirier evolves every single fight. He was starching Connor. Connor. <sighs> I think Dustin would have had it in the first round. For sure, it would have been stopped. I, I mean, um, I mean, okay, well, how about this? How about this? The the primary part of him getting beat up from, the, like, what? Kind of like a whatever can opening position it was where Dustin was throwing down elbows. Connor was, was blocking a lot of that, right? Connor got back up and was, he had gas, 
You know, he was firing still. He was like, all right, I'm up. I got up. We're going. It wasn't until the leg break happened where it looked like he got, like, it looked like it was, he was, it, it looked finished, right? Right. I mean, here's the thing. Are you right? Probably. You're probably right. But a part of me thinks when you look at the fight game, what is the number one selling point of the fight game? It's the anticipation of the what if. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sell out and say, oh, well, just because one round was one way, the other round, the next round could not go any other way. What if the second round started and Connor starched him with a left right to start just to start it off and Dustin wobbled back to the cage? Well, that could have happened. It could have. It, we, yeah, like you're we don't. Right. So to say, well, you know, Dustin was winning the first, so he would obviously win the second. I don't like that. I don't like that talk. I don't like that mentality. I, th- I think most people are right. Yeah, Dustin was fucking him up that first. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was fucking him up that first. It wasn't round. just fucking him up though. I. It was just the dominance he had. His presence was more dominant. It wasn't yeah. as dominant. He, although he won their second fight. He was more dominant. He was in confident. General. He was so confident. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He knew Absolutely. he had him. He knew he had him. He was like, "Yep, I got you. You're you're not going anywhere. You're mine." And I think Connor's problem too. And I'll, I'm sorry to interrupt you when you were on your, you know, talking about your point. No, no, no. Go, 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 go. I think Connor at this point is having a hard time just evolving as a fighter. Ooh, I'm glad you said and, that. And and he's becoming more predictable. Yes. You know? Yes. But go ahead. You continue. Well, I'll, I'll just say my part of that because I didn't put in my, my thoughts about, uh, about the fight. I thought Connor, was, Connor came out predictably. He came out. You know what I liked? He came out very old school. He came out very pre-Eddie Alvarez, which mm-hmm. was, although Eddie Alvarez, he was kicking a bit. He was kicking a good amount. But he came out very much how he kind of used to fight, which was very explosive, very, uh, you know, very wild, creative, um, spinning heel, heel, uh, spinning heel kicks and, and and reverse kicks and and teeps and, um, mixing it up a lot, which I really liked. I really like seeing that again, but I think Mm -hmm. Dustin knew that was coming. I think after the last fight, Dustin knew he's going to go back to what it was. I, I know this. I can tell. But you're mm-hmm. right. And I was thinking about this actually just on Wednesday. Just a, just two days ago, I was thinking this. I was thinking, you know who never really changed? Cowboy. And you know, Yeah, he's another one. And you know what his problem was? He, was, he never changed. He was, a, he was so predictable. He's a slow starter. He's stand up Muay Thai. This is how he. This is how he initiates on the fence. This is how he takes it down. You know, th- these are his combos. Like it's just. I feel like Connor didn't do like you said enough evolution and changing, and I think mm-hmm. he tried when he tried to do boxing. He tried to be primarily a boxer, which I guess works. But the problem with boxing and MMA is that you can't really box in MMA. Boxing is reliant, A, on shorter rounds, but B, mm. it's reliant on a lot more volume. The amount of volume a boxer throws in one round is probably the equivalent of two rounds of MMA. 
True. I mean, I could be wrong, right? I could be, I could have total horrible judgment in math here, but they can't throw anything else. <laughs> they have to throw their yeah. hands. The conditioning they have for their hands and their arms to throw is so much more than I think MMA, where the arms can get tired, you know, hanging on for dear life for a guillotine or hanging on for dear life, you know, in the clinch or, you know, hanging on to legs from like blocking legs and, and trying to do a takedown. There's so much more energy expended that I feel like you can't be efficient with your energy with boxing and MMA. You yeah. can have a foundation of boxing. But I don't think you can be successful boxing primarily in MMA, which Connor did. And Connor has been doing since Nick Diaz, too. Once he realized Nick Diaz won't really go for a, a wrestling attempt and won't really kick him, what did he do? He just threw. The Nick Diaz fight was, was I mean, he threw his kicks, right? Like, Connor threw leg kicks the entire fight, right? Like, he, he injured his own leg, busting up Nick Diaz's leg as well. Mm-hmm. That, that was primarily just hands, though. He never really kicked high, right? Like, I don't think he really kicked in high volume. He punched a lot, and then he went from that directly to a boxing camp. Yeah. And ever since then, he's pretty much been a boxer, right? And if you want to... Like, so Dustin Poirier is the complete answer to what I just said. Dustin Poirier has the boxing foundation. He is a accurate power volume boxer. He's an, he's amazing with it, right? The thing is, is that he is good everywhere else. You know what I mean? He doesn't rely on it. He sets it up. He usually finishes with volume, you know? Sometimes he right. finishes with power, but usually what happens is that it's that swarm to the TKO, you know, he has the ability to just go, 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 go. And he's throwing these fists. He's throwing these fists. He's throwing these fists. They shoot. He snaps in the guillotine. You know, like that's his power. After throwing volume, he still has the power in his arms to still clamp down with a, with a, with a submission attempt. I think mm. he's a great example of how he uses his boxing as a foundation. He doesn't rely on the boxing, I feel. I feel like with Dustin Poirier, if the fight goes to the ground, he's like, okay, let's go. We're on the ground. You know, I don't think he yeah. needs to needs to say we need to box for me to win. It's more of, oh, oh, we're grappling now. Okay. Oh, we're wrestling now. Okay. Compared to Connor, Connor feels like, oh shit, they're wrestling. Get away from that. Oh shit. It's on the ground. Get off the ground. Oh shit. It's on the cage. Get off the cage. Like, Connor, the instinct is always you need to strike to win, right? Like, that's the only place you're going to really threaten. Mm. And that's not to insult his skills or abilities. I think it's to critique his focus. And I think his focus or his camp's focus is we have the moneymaker of a left hand. That's that's the ticket. We're going to keep punching our ticket. And it's like, yeah, but everybody, we all know now that's the ticket. Like, we all know now that's how you set up the ticket. And we all know now, yeah. like, like it's 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 the Ronda Rousey situation, right? Yeah, exactly. Keep your hips away from her, and then force her to strike. You win. Yeah. You know, it was very similar, very similar story. You know, like like a a, a, a figurehead of the company, a figurehead of mixed martial arts. Uh, a pioneer, championed as one of the biggest sellers of all time. A a a breakthrough fighter, a breakthrough athlete, and then all of a sudden, boom, rock bottom. 
boom, straight zero. They got figured out. You know? I think with the leg break, I think he's very lucky he was saved by the leg break. I do think he was saved by it. I think he was saved by it in the sense... Remember we said his reputation was on the line if he loses? Absolutely. It's... I feel like it's it's I feel like he still has a chance at turning it around because he broke his leg and not because he wasn't knocked out. If he was knocked out in a TKO, like imagine if d- during that sequence when Dustin was throwing elbows from top and then that was just called off. You know, it gets waved off as a TKO finish. That would have been I think way worse to Connor and his brand than breaking his leg. Mm. in my opinion. Do you agree or disagree? Agree, but I, I guess a part of me still, it's just kind of in back of my head, Just and I, and I think for a lot of people too, just knowing that he was already aware of this injury and so was Dana, but he went out there anyways, and then... He <sighs> threw it. He threw it a lot. He did, he, right. he didn't slow down his kicks because of it. Right. Um, Here's how I'm going to sum it up. Please. I think he, instead of evolving, he's cashing paychecks. No matter. It's like a Donald Cerrone situation, except he's not as humble. You know, it's. uh, Oh, so he's doing it for the money. I I feel at this point it's. But he doesn't need the money. He's been like that, though. But he doesn't need the money. You're right, he doesn't. But, I mean, this was also after, like, the Mayweather fight as well, you know? True. He absolutely doesn't need the money. But I think he's just very... If if he's hungry for anything, it's money. And that's about it at this point. Hmm. Okay, so th- going past the fight part, mm-hmm. what did you think of the interview? You saw the interview in the Octagon with Joe Rogan, right? You saw... All that shit. You mm. said you said you didn't like that. I will say, I mean, I, I do like the passion that it's like, you know, this ain't over yet type of thing. Like, I get that vibe. He was pissed. Um, he was fucking pissed. He was absolutely pissed. And, you know, I, I'm going to, you know, when he threw out the whole DM thing with Poirier's wife, <laughs> I, I'm actually unaware of that <laughs> issue. But your wife sent me DMs. Yeah, I, I heard that was a thing that happened. I don't know what was discussed in the DMs, That's but, uh, you know, like, still talking shit. Like, dude, come on. I mean, I don't know. I don't, and, 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 but that was also something different, right? Uh, he's usually very humble if he loses. Yes, he I is. get it. He's humble in defeat. I get it. Yeah. It wasn't a submission. You're right. It wasn't a knockout. Did he technically However, lose? Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, although it wasn't in his favor, you would think like, okay, he would still be humble. But because now of this issue dating back to the whole charity thing, it's like he's still fucking pissed. And he's got a broken broken ankle. This or leg, whatever. Broken leg. This is very WWE. Yeah. It's extreme. It's uh, just by circumstance very dramatic. <laughs> yeah uh i don't know <laughs> i really don't know how i feel 
going down this direction because I really thought UFC is like the one thing. It's like, oh my god, it's real. But at this point, man, I have a feeling they're, dude. I'm calling it now. Let's give it another ten years. In ten years okay. from now, yeah. there's going to be staged fights. I don't think that. I don't think. I think. I think there'll no? be staged. I think there'll be match made. Match made fights like Brock Lesnar versus know. Ronda Rousey for the UFC Super Ultimate Champion. I like I could think. That. I think, especially now, where I mean, goddamn it. Just within the last few months, how many fucking leg breaks did we see? Because that's something new now. People Three, four. Are, people, people know either know how to check them properly, or because of age, people's bone density is just diminishing. But could be that it's like I'm telling you, dude. I'm I'm already calling it <laughs> the year 2031 or somewhere around there. We're gonna be seeing. First off, the the soap opera bullshit is gonna continue. But it's going to be staged. Um, but there's a pro to that, right? So you could still put on your fancy show showing off your martial arts moves. However, no one would really face serious injuries. Not to say that there haven't been some serious shit going down in the WWE. Like, people have died. Yes. But <laughs> yeah. how often do you think someone's going to end up with a broken bone in a fixed fight? So I think it's going to be more reassuring to the fighters uh, themselves. Uh, there might be uh, less CTE issues in the future, hopefully. No, depending I, on no, how it's no, staged. No, no. I, I don't. I don't see stage fights becoming a thing. That's. I don't think that's that's going to be how it goes. I. Well, let's stick. Let's stick to this though. Let's stick to this. Okay. The trash talk by Connor when he lost, I thought was uh, amusing. But it was successful. You know why it was successful? Because in the post-fight press conference, Dustin Poirier gets on the podium and he says, we have to run this back. And they go, it looks like you were beating him pretty handily. He goes, yeah, that doesn't matter. He was talking mad shit and you don't say that. We're running it back a fourth time. Yeah, he wants an official yeah. result from yeah. this. I, I get it. He doesn't want this. He doesn't want the blemish. But he also is pissed off about the trash talk connor's already laid the groundwork for a bigger pay-per-view for his return to fight him and that's why dana said mm. on that same podium later that night yes when connor's healthy and he's ready to come back he'll be coming back against dustin poirier and if dustin poirier has the belt well that's it's gonna be a title fight that's a title fight return that's what mm. it is now and then what if, how do you feel yeah. about that situation that the number one contender just lost out on that spot if Connor does come back. Oh, I I never liked the uh, loss of the legitimacy of the ranking and the mm-hmm. the the way uh, the way that always worked. But at the same time, it's given us some wild ass fights. And at the end of the sure. day, it's an entertainment product. And at the end of the day. You got to sell tickets and you got to get clicks and you got to get views. We're in a world of clicks and views, Mikey. I keep telling you this. Clicks and views. It's a world of click and views. We're not going to go back from a world of click and views. We're just going to get deeper into a world of clicks and views. And I think at the end of the day, it's good for the bottom line. Is it good for the integrity of the honesty for, uh, uh, I want to say the sport, but for this organization? 100%. 
There, yeah. That's why people like you are saying it's getting fixed. It's going to be staged. It's fucking drama. It's the WWE. Because the UFC is catering to that type of entertainment. That's yeah. yeah, people keep forgetting MMA isn't like this everywhere. Like Bellator right. and, and, and one FC, like it's not like this everywhere. This is a But UFC I guess in your product. defense, they're this, also not as popular. They're not so. the number one MMA organization in history. Correct. Right. So I personally think if Connor I personally think Connor needed to lose officially. He needed to get knocked the fuck out, or he needed to be mm-hmm. tapped, or he needed to get TKO'd. Of the fact, I was, you know, what I felt when I when I saw him break the leg, and that happened, I just felt so disappointed. Not in Connor, not in Dustin. Disappointed in my time wasted of just mm. this is meaningless now. It's meaningless now. It's a doctor stoppage. Yeah. For something he 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 broke himself. Mm. It's just goddamn. Now, here's something that I want to ask you. You mentioned like breaks are a common thing or more frequent thing, and they are right. Anderson Silva, Chris Weidman, um, I forget the other person. Uh, this Connor. This kind of conversation didn't happen with Anderson Silva when this happened against Chris Weidman. When he, right. when Anderson Silver was champion, I want to know why. I want to know why Conor McGregor gets the conversation of, of course he comes back, versus Anderson Silver, which was, well, we'll see what happens when he comes back. Mm. Anderson Silver was a fucking champion, and he and he broke. He his was leg. undefeated at the time. Yeah, and he broke his leg. Yeah. Oh no, no. Excuse, I'm sorry. He was defeated. He had the one loss. It was the rematch. He broke his leg. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he got knocked out in the first one. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this type of reference. Well, and- Anderson Silva, you got to understand, too. I mean, personality-wise, he's not as insane, you know? He doesn't have he's that. He's not as insane? I mean, he's not so outspoken. No, Anderson Silver was very quiet. He was very outspoken in the ring with his style, but he was never really a personality on the mic. No, of course not. But he was a draw because of who he was in the octagon. Absolutely. So so is that it? He didn't didn't drive clicks and views, and that's why they were saying, you know what, not worth our time. People just saw Anderson as... Too old, too lame, too boring, too undeserving... Well, I think that was it, right? It it wasn't the fact that he had this nasty leg break because of the uh, Weidman checking the kick. It was it was exactly that. It was like, holy shit. First off, we were all devastated from the first loss. They were the first time they fought, and he lost. That was like, whoa. Yeah, true. Reality just fucking hit. Yeah, true. I remember that moment. So not only does he lose by knockout the rematch... First off, he looked... You and I have discussed this before. His presence was different. The yes. look on his face. it He looked... I You, I believe, mentioned he looked focused. I said he looked terrified. I saw fear. Yeah. The way just... I didn't... I don't know. 
Um, I remember that. He, he by just the way, the same Anderson. By the way, I'm wearing the UFC shirt that we got at the bar. I still uh, have mine too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, he looked. Um, uh, he, yeah, he looked focused to me. But you make a good point. It could have been fear. I think it was fear. I think it was a reality check even for him. Like, holy shit, I'm not invincible. Right. And just knowing that something as simple as him kicking, he broke his own leg, was like, that's it. That ruined his career. Because after that, he popped for drugs, so he was suspended. And then, yeah, and then he was too old. He was like three, four years out after that. Yep. Or whatever, how long it was. And then he came back and he was never the same. The only thing I thought that was impressive was, I think it was a month later after the leg break, not even, maybe a month, month and a half, there was a, there was a video of him doing kicks with the broken leg. Yes. Well, he had a There are some in. amazing yeah. fucking surgeons out there yeah. and whatever to where he's doing like just uh, conditioning his leg. Well, Connor was already saying, um, I have a titanium rod in. I'm I like, in and what? I think it's six weeks. I'm back at it. Shit. Yeah. Modern medicine's amazing, man. And, the, and what people can do in surgeries and stuff. But thank the gods for technology, man. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's where we're yeah. at with this. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, that to me, that was the difference. It was not only are we seeing, this guy who was on such an undefeated streak for over a decade go down like that. But then the second time, it, I think everyone also had it in their mindset. It wasn't just like, oh, broken leg. It was like, well, he's crippled now. This is like a, a yeah. handicap. Yeah. Although they say, you know, once it calcifies, the leg is actually technically stronger. People don't have that mindset. It's, well, there, you, you have this physical flaw now. For the rest of your career. Correct. So that that was the difference for me. I want to ask you a very simple question. Yes or sure. no? Yes or no? Okay. Is Conor McGregor done? Not in the sense of him calling it quits and retiring. Is he done as far as he will not ever attain a championship level again? 100%. Okay. 100%. Yes. So with that being asked then, why do you think, or do you, like, okay, just tell me what you think. A fourth fight, Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, is it necessary? Yes or no? (sighs) To be fair, yes. In my heart, Absolutely fucking not. What if Connor comes back and fucks Dustin Poirier up and wins the belt because Dustin Poirier has the belt by then? What the fuck happens? What the fuck happens if that happens? You kind of got me thinking now. What if, because Connor and Dana both knew about this leg injury, and as you said, he was throwing kicks with that leg. What if this was the fight where he was trying to feel Dustin out? What do you mean? He knows. What do you mean feel him out? He he fought him for uh, two rounds before this. Uh, then he yeah, fought him I, an entire I think he fight. Was, I think he was feeling him out in a way of like, how far has this guy progressed? How how angry is he physically? I want to see his anger. And I think now... You think, he would, you think he would go through a leg break just to get that kind of evaluation? 
He's got the money, man. I regardless. He, regardless. He gets paid pretty well. Regardless. Well, okay, why would he throw kicks with that leg then? Because he had confidence in it. He had confidence in the mm-hmm. holding. All right, well, even if it wasn't planned, Connor absolutely is using this fight as a learning experience, as he usually does with his upcoming rematch fights. He now knows what Dustin is capable of. But the thing is, yeah. is he also needs to understand Dustin's now going to come back even more dominating <laughs> this next rematch. Dustin Poirier versus Charles Oliveira for the belt is going to be an amazing fight. Um, mm. I think it's going to be awesome. I do think Dustin wins. Um, I think it's going to be an awesome fight. But it makes me think about... You know that Batman quote, you know, you're the good guy, you're the hero long enough. If you're the hero long enough, you live long enough. If you stay the hero long enough, you like live to become the villain. I have not, but that's a pretty interesting quote. Yeah. Um, now I want to find the actual quote for you because I feel bad that I just fucking butchered this awesome quote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, uh, so I think... Connor was the hero, right? Hmm. He was. Not now. Right. He was the hero. And then somewhere, I think around the Nurmagomedov era, he began to become the villain in a way. It started Mm. with the bar fight when he punched the old guy in the bar. The older guy, yeah. That started the whoa, 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 whoa. Because even when he like attacked the bus with Habib on it, and like injured some fighters and shit like that. People were saying, yo, he's trying to be gangster and he's just wilding out and he turned himself into the cops and he's doing a little bit too much. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, he's, he's a wild, he was a wild dude from a bad place in, uh, in, in the city. And that's, that's his mentality for, for this kind of shit. And then we saw him punch the old guy in the bar. And that's when people started saying, okay, is this guy a piece of shit? Yeah. Is this guy not cool? Is this guy the villain? Oh, yeah. The quote is, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Oh, interesting. That is the quote. And I mm. I, I think it's a... Um, I, I think it's... I think it's... I, I think it's true. I think at this point, Connor has put himself into a corner of being a villain. Whether justified or not, that's where he's at. That's one hundred percent where he's at, and that's a situation of maybe his trash talk and his actions. But the amount of people who were shitting on him after after his fight because of the comments he was saying in the interview and how he was yelling at Dust like I'm gonna fucking kill you and all this other shit like you're dead, you're a dead man. I'm, I'm gonna kill you in the next fight or whatever. And and to his wife like your wife was in my DMs and mm-hmm. you know. She's a snake or whatever. All that shit. A lot of people were saying, oh, that's not classy. That's not the classy Conor McGregor. Oh, that's... I want to know who do you think is hated more? John Jones or Conor McGregor right now? Because I feel like, especially around the DC time frame, people started to not like uh, not like John Jones. There's that infamous video of DC and John Jones behind the scenes on their interview 
when John mm-hmm. Jones starts talking shit to DC and DC starts talking shit back to him. I think that's when it started of just, you know, this guy's a little scummy, right? Like you can't really hate DC, but you somehow you fucking kind of, you kind of don't like John Jones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, he's such a, he has such a bully attitude and arrogance right. issue, you know? And then, then, you know, and that's after, of course, the hitting a pregnant woman and leaving the scene. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you have a whole bunch of cocaine situations and you have the John Jones comment in the rematch of, you know, I fought you, I fought you after a night of doing cocaine. And then you have, you have John Jones embracing this bad guy persona, right? And not, mm-hmm. maybe not embracing it, but just being honest with who he is. Which DC right. called way back before anybody thought so. DC was like, you're so fucking fake, man. You know? And everybody's just like, what are you talking? DC, you're such a bitch. It's like, no, this guy's fake as fuck. He's a shitty person. He's not a good human being. And then it slowly started coming out. Then he gets, what was it? Picograms. He he, <laughs> he fucking yep. tests hot multiple times for PED. People are just, yo, fuck this guy. And now when he <laughs> fights, people watch him and go, I hope he loses. I hope he fucking loses. That's why people watch it. That's why people want to yeah. see him face Francis Ngannou. They want to see Ngannou knock him the fuck out. You think they mm-hmm. want to see, like, you know, Ngannou get clinched to death by John Jones and then like, oh, man, I told you John Jones has uh, is the greatest? No. People want to watch that fight because they want to see Francis Ngannou knock him the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people hated Conor McGregor after that fight. A lot of people were very angry with him. Fan-wise, at least. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like when you see that character in the movie or a TV show that you've been watching for, you know, either so many movies or so many seasons. And uh, something, it, it, you know what it is? It's something mental that just snaps. For who, the watcher or the person that you're watching? The person that you're watching. Okay. And from that moment on, you just see them fall victim to this persona of whatever emotion they're portraying. You know, it's like, whether it's fear or anger, um, and even you as the viewer, you're like, damn, I feel different about this person. Yeah. Like, this changes the vibe of everything. Um, And it's like, there's just no going back with that, you know, uh, character in the show or movie. Um, it's like they're just full blown crossed over to that dark side. Um, you know, DC. I, I I feel like when the whole John, it, it 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 was more of when they were finally not in the same weight class, right? Like DC went back to heavyweight, where it started like tapering tapering off, right? Like, I think people started loving DC a lot. Um, I mean, even now, I mean, who hates him, really? I mean, he, he's a great commentator. and People love DC now. Oh, yeah. People love yeah. DC. So he's just one of those examples where it's like, well, you knew just John got under his skin, and DC let his emotions get the best of him, and there was that mental snap. Yeah. I think Connor, though... Again, with fame and power and money, it's he's just gone. I think the dude needs to go to counseling. I'm gonna, um, counseling. Okay, I'm going to... I mean, I think a lot of people could go to counseling. I'm going to read you a quote. 
Money and fame show who you are. All the time we hear that money and fame change people. No. When money and fame come, these two things show who you are. And what has McGregor done? He punched an old guy in a bar in 2019. You guys can watch everything he did it and understand. It's just like Dustin said, this guy's a bag of shit. I saw a lot of tweets try to support him. How are you going to support this guy? When kids and the young generation watch him, they watch this sport. If you want to promote your fight, promote. But if the MMA community is going to support this bad person, this sport's going to go in a bad way. Without broken legs, yeah, he could be the same. But with broken legs, he's never going to kick the same. With him, no, I don't believe he'll ever return to the top. Connor has a good age at 32, but what happened with his mind and his leg, this guy's finished, but he's good for the promotion. Um, Dustin and Nate, I think, will beat Connor when Connor comes back. Uh, like Dustin said, it's just noise. He's not himself. It was a fake Connor. A couple of months ago, we see how he was nice. Now he's trying to be mean. It it looks really fake, you know? That's why this trash talk doesn't work on Dustin Poirier. In my opinion, it was his big mistake. He lost so much energy. He lost so much energy because he tried to get under Dustin's skin. He focused on his opponent. Don't focus on your opponent. Why you have to focus on your opponent? Focus on yourself. Um... Yeah, yeah. That was Khabib Nurmagomedov in an interview to ESPN. So the one thing I have to disagree with is Connor didn't just change his attitude out of, out of thin air. I mean, again, this all goes back to the charity bullshit. Yeah. You know, and the fact that Dustin was trying to call him out, but McGregor's like, no, no, we try to get in touch with your people, but you guys have nothing... Official for that any of this yeah. is official or legitimate. Yeah. And that was his whole thing. Like, don't sit here and call me a fucking liar or an asshole. And, uh, and you're shady. Like, I, yeah, you're being shady yeah, behind scenes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I know exactly why Connor was like that. And I, I feel like at this point, the second fight between them, the whole humble thing between them was just... It, it was fake. I feel like that was the show. I thought that I was think, genuine. I thought that was pretty genuine. I, I guess, you know. Um, well, okay, That to be fair, probably, because they were still pretty cool even after that fight. Yeah, because even um, going into that fight, Connor was just, yeah, man, I just love MMA. It's like, why do you want to fight yeah. Dustin again? It's like, you know, yeah. he's a great fighter. He's highly ranked, and he's changed. He's matured. He's evolved. He's a much better fighter now, and I'm a better fighter, and we're going to see who's the better fighter for this uh, ranking. That was Connor's that was Connor's take going into the second fight. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what do you think will happen if Connor, when he does recover and come back and he does this fight? What if he loses? These this is now three fights in a row against Dustin that are not in his favor. What happens to Connor then? He runs to Nate Diaz. You think he's gonna keep going? I think he fights Nate Diaz, cashes out on the big payday, and then, then he quits. Interesting. I don't see him being 40 and trying to keep this going. There's no need. He doesn't have to keep going now. No. I think if he wants to, if he wants a legacy thing, if this is about legacy, I think he needs to prove that he's the bigger man. Realize that it's not in him anymore. Just make up with Dustin. <laughs> so, and, so wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So do you think Ronda Rousey should have quit when she did? 
She should have retired. Or do you think she was just a fucking crybaby though? She was a sore loser. That and that's that's the thing because she never lost. Ever since she lost, she was just a fucking baby, and then just walked out after I don't know how many other fights, three other fights after her first loss or something like that. No, she fought uh, Holly Holm, lost. She fought. Oh shit! Yeah, what happened? Well, what happened after Holly Holm? And then she fought uh, Nunez. I don't know when. I, I don't know. She was came. Ba- she came back against Nunez. I think. Because you and I mm-hmm. watched that fight at a bar. We watched that yeah. together. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we were thinking, oh shit, here we go. And then the second we saw her like hopping out like this, we just went, oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> remember, we were just we were screaming it. We were, we, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Head movement! Head movement! <laughs> For fuck's sake! Yeah, uh, yeah. No, she was just a sore loser, you know. I, but that, so I so wait, wait. So she so she. It's good she retired because she was a sore loser. That's a reason for retirement. I mean, having that uh, attitude was just like. If you, but but we again going back to she also never evolved, right? So you, if you lose so True. many times in yeah, a row, yeah, yeah. you're going up against these amazing strikers. Like wake the fuck up and evolve, become dominant again. And she chose not to, and instead try to rely on her quote unquote legacy. And right. like, hey, I am the face of female MMA fighters still, even though I have so many losses now in a row, and. I mean, how many times did she, from the decision of her losing, walk out of the UFC, uh, like the arena, and just go home? Didn't stay for any inter- because she was that upset and that much of a crybaby to not even stay for a press conference or any like post-fight interview. Yeah, she or, was emotional when in her losses. She's only lost twice, by the way. She lost to Holly Holm and she lost to Amanda Nunes. She's only lost twice. Okay. But there you go. So that's that's even more of my point. It's only two times and you're going to act like that she, and then just leave yeah. the company. She lost. And then join yeah. a company where in your contract they literally tell you, "Oh, you are going to be dominant from this point to this point." So she can feel better about herself. I mean, and she's making good money. She's making great money. I mean, she beat uh, Betch Correa. She lost to Holly Holm in 2015, and then she lost to Amanda Nunes in 2016. A wow, year 2015. apart. A year Holy apart. Shit. Yeah, a year apart. Wow, time flies. Time fucking well, flies. Yeah, that was yeah. Holy shit! At least with Connor, though. Um, just getting back to that point, it's like, you know, he's. He's not a he's not a crybaby, but he is going to. If he's angry at this point, he's going to show it. He's going to be blunt. Um, he's not going to walk out though. Uh, he has pride. You know, he still has pride in himself, and I don't know, I don't know. But I mean, to kind of contradict that, I also don't see. I think he's proud of, again, the legacy aspect, as you were saying, about what he did for the company, but there's nothing else to fight for. He has everything. That's my whole point. That's a good... I mean, you're right. I mean, Ronda 
falls into that as well. But I mean, okay, so okay, uh, yeah, she she does, but it 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 wasn't as successful as Connor. Okay, so although we could argue that if it wasn't for her, when would female fighters have been introduced to the at least the UFC? Right. Correct. Um. So, yeah, I I don't know. Correct. Okay. Then let me ask you this: as far as when it comes to, oh, you know, there's no need for them to come back at this point. Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. Nick Diaz. Give me your thoughts. All. Talk to me. Talk first to me. I, I, I got to hear this. If you think I'm going to talk shit about Nick motherfucking Diaz and it, oh we have a Diaz fan expect, now oh we got a Diaz fan expect. now I never said I was a hater I mean I you, you were trashing the why are, why are people fans? I said their style why are people I said, fans I, of these I don't guys? think as martial artists I and I and I I remember this conversation I said when it comes to their style I think they're sloppy have they won fights yes I don't think they're very fluid though they have a very sloppy style but hey whatever works for them i also said i truly believe it is in their contract that they're not hungry for the championship but they are absolutely there 100 for entertainment purposes and they do a damn fucking good job doing it now i never said i hated them mm. i i've always been a ds fan both of them um He's also been on hiatus for five years. More uh, so, six. Twenty fifteen was his last fight, January thirty first against shit. Anderson Silva. It was ruled a no contest because of his uh, popping for marijuana. That's right. The devil's lettuce. That horrible yes. thing that that ruins people. Shame, yeah. shame. Um, he's technically been active. You know, he's I and like I said, I think physically he looks great. He looks mm -hmm. absolutely amazing right now. Mm -hmm. Do I think he's going to dominate? Do I think he's going to uh, do better physically per se? I mean, as we all know, age catches up to you and too much rest could also be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know. I know it's going to be fucking entertaining and I know he's going to be the favorite. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. Okay, so you're a fan of it. You're a fan of it. I'm a fan. I Well, I wanted him to come back, like, three years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. True, true, Technically, true. Technically, he should even have been suspended for that, but times were different, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. With, so. uh, with, with the... With the conversation again of, of, of coming back and all that shit, Anderson Silva's fighting again. Now, hold on. Now. You know what? I'll let yes. you continue. No. But no, no. You, you set it up because I'm already blood red mad. So set it up and people, the people will know exactly what you're about to mention. Starting at a minus 200 for the odds, we have Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Jake or Logan. Uh, Logan Paul. I'm sorry. Logan Paul. Jake Paul's fighting uh, 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 Tyron Woodley. Yes. Um, the fact that you sent me that text, <laughs> I was 
so furious. And literally my response to you, and I am quoting in two simple words, I'm done, <laughs> period. I'm fucking done. I want to hear with, it. You want to talk about fighters with a legacy. Yep. Yes, he did have a downfall. Yes, he decided to try something different within the martial arts realm. Got into boxing now. Yep. Good for him. But to stoop down to the level of going up against a YouTuber. That YouTuber is going to give him probably the biggest payday of his career, A. And B, this is a legitimate fighter. But here's <laughs> my point yet again. Go for it. The man is in his mid to late 40s, my dude. <laughs> Going up against someone who's 20 years younger than him. Anderson yeah. does not have an iron-like jaw. No. So how do you honestly think that fight is going to end? Uh, uh, I mean... And be honest. Julio Cesar Savage Jr. lost to Anderson Silva in Anderson Silva's boxing match, in the boxing match he already had. I don't know if you knew that. How old is... Uh Oh, we don't need to go into his age. Let's just talk. It's just, you know, you have a Hall of Fame boxer here who's uh, who lost to Anderson Silva. That's my point. Okay. All right. But again, it's someone more age appropriate. Yes. Yes or no? Yes. Okay, okay fine. Yes. It's somebody more age appropriate. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. 100%. I'm just, again, size difference. Uh, you know, I. Those spidey senses better fucking come back for Anderson. That is all I'm saying. I, so, I know, I know. I mean, I don't know if Anderson is fast enough. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Anderson's fast enough at this point to be able mm. to hang with somebody that young. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't fucking know, man. Like, like Anderson's known for his elusiveness, right? But we all know his speed slow down, and he he's known for um, you know, uh, uh, not boxing. So <laughs> this is true. Although, man, he should have gotten into boxing in his prime, though, because those reflexes would have been. I mean, first off, it was already his trademark in MMA. But like, imagine. The, all I could think about is like that one Mike Tyson scenario where that dude just went fucking Neo from the Matrix against um I forget the fighter. Chuck Lieben. You know the Lieben. Yeah. Did you see that clip? Yeah. Oh my oh, I god. Know. I know. I, but but imagine Silva just doing that every single boxing match. Oh no, uh, that was I think uh, there's so many. Forrest Griffin, I think, or or uh, Chris oh. not Chuck, Chris Lieben, Forrest Griffin. I, I don't know who. Yeah. There's so there's a whole bunch. Um, I'm watching the fight right now of Anderson Silva boxing, and he <laughs> he doesn't look horrible. Okay, he looks pretty cocky, actually. <laughs> Interesting. He, he did okay. he did the standard like come over here and throw my hands are down thing. 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think he's fast enough at this point. Okay. Which is, you know, not a knock on him as a, as, as a, as a person anymore. It's just, bro, that's your age at this point. Like, it's just, you can only do so much. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they need to make a veteran fighting league. Yeah, I know. We've been over So it. we can see guys like Anderson, Chuck Liddell. Imagine like Randy Couture coming back, you know, like guys for I that mean, I, I don't, age I don't, range. I don't, I, don't, and, I don't want to. I don't want to. So, okay. So how about this? Okay. Here's a better question. <laughs> what are you more excited for? Jake Paul versus Terran Woolley or Logan Paul versus Anderson Silva? The Jake fight. Really? Woodley. Really? Why is that? Well, I mean, although, yes, he is still older than Jake, he's still young enough. Um, he's also, I think, more of a prime fighter than Anderson is at the moment. Yes. At this time. Um, I would agree. I would agree with and that. And I know you you had informed me, because I didn't know this, I guess uh, Woodley does have uh, a boxing background, Although when it comes to MMA, and I even mentioned this, it's like, but he's got to get that mindset of, uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I think it was you that mentioned it. You know, it's great. He, he's probably, a, you know, uh, an elite boxer, but he also follows it up with kicks or a submission attempt yes. or yes. something. So I think that's going to be interesting seeing him doing strictly boxing. Uh, I think... He has more of a chance than Silva does against Logan. That's for sure. That's a good. Well, here's the thing. I think I think Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley both have knockout power, mm-hmm. and that's where it gets interesting. They both have that KO ability. They both. We've seen Woodley, Woodley has years on him. Woodley has some miles. Right. Woodley's been and he big. hasn't been doing great in MMA. So no, but he's another guy who hasn't evolved. Woodley's MO has always been the same. I'm going to throw my hands and slowly walk back until I feel the the perimeter of the cage. For some mm. reason, he likes his back against the cage. I think it's because he he knows he can explode with his flurry off the cage as mm. people as guys come in because they feel like they have a moment on him because he's his, he's cornered against a cage. He yep. just has to explode out at you. And if you can't back out fast enough or circle off fast enough, you're getting hit. And the yeah. ability for him to KO you is pretty high. That formula worked for him up for him to get a fucking belt. You know what I mean? He was a champion for a long time. Remember there was talks about how he was trying to fight GSP for the longest time because he wanted to sure. be the best uh, improvement and because he was reaching up there in, in, in his accomplishments. Mm-hmm. incredible wrestler super strong and like incredibly difficult to take down but because he never really changed or evolved guess what he became programmable and he became predictable and he lost and we saw this on that same fight card with the conor mcgregor like break with ryan hall he had a bjj guy that is very 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 good especially from half guard like you know amazing but you you saw a guy who doesn't have anything else in the in the in the book you know, and he he lost, and people were just yeah, not surprised. He's been doing the same fucking thing. Like this is what happens, you know. And and 
it's disappointing when that happens because people get set mm-hmm. in their behaviors and their ways. But at the same time, I, I think... I think Woodley loses. Hmm. Not that by decision or I think he gets knocked out. I I think he gets knocked out. And I I, we're not we don't have to go through a full breakdown of it now because we've this has been a long nonstop episode. But Mm -hmm. long story short, I see Tyron Woodley going for a blitz and getting caught and getting slept. But okay. I'm very curious about the Anderson Silva versus Logan Paul because I think that's going to be more of a competitive fight. Hmm. I know. The complete opposite of what you said, right? I think Logan Paul is much more cautious than his brother. I think Logan Paul has worse mechanics than his brother and worse technique. You saw it against Mayweather. His hands were dropping consistently. He wasn't moving. His footwork dropped off within the first four rounds. I think Anderson Silva has better cardio. I think he has better fight experience. He has way better head movement, way better footwork. He understands distance better than than a lot of people, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not better than Mayweather, but um, I, I think... And, and Silva has KO power. Silva is not smaller than, than him in the same way that Mayweather was way undersized against uh, Paul. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. against uh against logan so you have a guy who's physically in the same range who has more experience and under and has better mechanics so i think silva actually wins i think silva wins in that fight Hmm. because look what happened against mayweather mayweather also a, a known as being such a defensive fighter mayweather survived there were times when, when Logan Paul was just wailing on him and Mayweather, a smaller guy, was just absorbing it. Just like, yep, I'm fine. I'm just going to roll. I'm going to take mm-hmm. an absorb. Oh, look, you're tired. Pop, pop, pop. And I'm just going to hop back out. <laughs> like, so I, 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 think, I think Anderson Silva wins uh, that fight. Um, speaking of fights, holy shit, we still have more to say. I need to know how excited you are for Corey Sandhagen versus TJ Dillashaw. In approximately 24 hours. I'm curious to see how TJ is. TJ physically. never. TJ had dual had two shoulder surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. He had both his. I believe it was both his shoulder, both his shoulders, or it was just one of his shoulders that needed needed it twice. But mm-hmm. he's a hundred. He's above a hundred percent. He's never been this healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And actually, I think he was going to be scheduled to fight even sooner, but then he got a cut. The whole pan, huh? He got he had he he got an injury. He got cut. Like I think it was his eye or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Where he wouldn't be medically cleared. Um. Yeah. Uh. I hope he's nice and clean. He never lost the belt. Technically, you're right, but he does have to. And all of his former blood tests, all of his former samples passed when you saw him went back in time and, and retroactively tested all of his A and B samples. Hmm. So he passed all those. That would be a bitch if he popped, though. Right? Like, he wins, <laughs> and then after the fight, he had a picogram. Picos, yeah. Fucking picos. Um, I'm excited. Part of me is, uh, is really excited. Um, 
he's also one of those guys for me too. It's like, do you want to see him come back? Yes. Yeah. He's thirty-four, so he's he's in the final chapter of his career, in my opinion. So if he's gonna go for it and go out on his terms, this is his chance. I think maybe he should try to work to get his belt back. And then maybe call it. I'm excited, man. Like, he's an exciting fighter. I was bummed how he lost to Henry Cejudo because I thought him versus Henry Cejudo would have been a banger. A fucking mm. banger. If he wasn't depleted and Cejudo wasn't a monster, I think it would have been a banger if it was if he was per- at perfect normal weight and Cejudo was at good weight and they came together. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a banger. Um, I think Cejudo still would have won. I think Cejudo is better wrestling. I think Cejudo is faster. But... He's the Dominic Cruz equation. He's the unique butterfly that nobody else is like, and that's why he's so enjoyable to watch. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm so excited for him to return. Imagine okay. if he comes back and he runs through Corey Sandhagen. He knocks him out in, in two minutes in the first round. Imagine that. And then he goes, where's my fucking belt? And then Al Jermaine Sterling and Peter Yan fight in their rematch. And then whoever wins the belt gets to fight TJ Dillashaw. Then imagine if TJ Dillashaw beats them. Within two fights, you have TJ Dillashaw back atop the division. (laughs) Like he never fucking left. I don't know if you saw his press conference that he did uh, earlier this week. It was really cool because he was very open. John Morgan started it off with just... Hey, you're going to, you know, so how does it feel knowing you're going to get all those questions? Like, you know, people are going to ask. And he said, yep, I know. That's why I came out with my statement when I popped hot and I came out and I explained myself. And uh, yeah, I'm here. You saw it. You saw it tested me retroactively back to, I think it was Hen and Barrow. Um, like since whenever they've been keeping my samples, I've passed. So when I say I'm clean, I'm clean. That's all. There you go. You know, it's just like, that's it. I'm not, I mean... I'll answer all your questions about it, but everything I said, I said in my statement. Everything I said was in that, like the the documentary, and everything uh, everything that I need to prove has been proven to the people that matter, which is Usada. So I'm here. I want to fight Corey Sanhagen. He's the toughest guy. I think I can come back against. I think he puts me right back in contention for the belt, and I think he's a great challenge, and I want that challenge. So I'm back. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Right. Straightforward, to the point, honest, open. So how about this? Who's the bigger bad guy, do you think? TJ Dillashaw or Conor McGregor? Mm. Oh, Conor for sure. Whoa. So so Conor's words will hurt and do more damage than an EPO-roided TJ Dillashaw. I mean, Connor literally did do damage, and he hurt fighters by throwing a fucking trolley at a bus. <laughs> you know, like he <laughs> he punched an old man. <laughs> What's there to even fucking question? I get it. TJ has had his issues with like. Why well, a cheater? You know, always a cheater. All that, and then you know, issue with former teammates like Cody and uh, Uriah, Raya, whatever. There's that whole yeah. little dispute, but like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you also convinced me when I mentioned that, like when he pop hot, you you made it a point. It's like, well, but yeah, but think about what he was doing physically to get in shape, you know, to be at that weight class, and like he needed that just to survive, be somewhat help. Yeah, <laughs> to exactly. survive, he needed it to just survive. to survive. Yeah, you know, he his Does, mouth wrote a check, his body couldn't cash. 
It was, I can make that weight cut easy. And then he started doing it. He went, oh, fuck, this weight cut is not easy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. You learn from your mistakes, and he realizes he fucked up. But, like, Connor, do I have to repeat myself? Look at this last... (laughs) I mean, he literally is talking shit, sitting on the ground with Joe Rogan with a broken leg, and still talking shit. It's mentioning, oh, your wife's in my DMs. Like, come on, dude. Enough. Your wife wants this dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's a thirsty yeah, bitch. I, I mean... <sighs> Cutting promotions? Hey, whoever wants to party, we are still partying tonight. Proper 12 in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Still yeah, cutting a fucking I, promotion. Still promoting the next fight. Still cutting promotions for his sponsorship while with a broken leg on the ground after just losing by Dr. Stoppage. Again, he won't evolve, but he collects the paychecks. Um, what did you think about Misha Tate's fight? Awesome. I fucking loved it. Mm. I fucking She looked amazing. She looked great. She looked like she's right back in the swing of things. Um, where does she stand as far as getting back up to the belt? That's a very different evaluation to discuss, which I don't think she's there. But a new breed of monsters she's got to go up against. That's what I want to see. I'd rather see her go go up against like Macy Barber and like all these fucking new fighters than see her go up against Amanda Nunes again. I I don't. There's a lot of people we don't need to see fight Amanda Nunes. There's a mm. lot of girls. There's a lot of ladies that I don't want to see in the cage against Amanda Nunes. We know how it ends. Yeah. You know, it's just Amanda Nunes fucking destroyed Cyborg. Like, I don't know what other what other evidence you need. I know Holly Holm wants it again. Holly Holm says she's she's chasing hey. Amanda Nunes. She wants to fight Amanda Nunes again. Which I'm actually for. I'm actually okay with that. I don't think Holly Holm wins. I think Amanda Nunes wins. I was just gonna say, rest in peace, Holly Holmes. But okay, I don't yeah, think, you I go don't think for Holly it. Holmes has an answer for Amanda Nunes. But I think it would be an entertaining fight. I think it would go mm-hmm. a little bit. It wouldn't be like some one minute beatdown. Um, I wouldn't mind Misha Tate versus Holly Holm again. I really hope we see that. I really hope we see a part two. Because Holly mm. Holm lost the belt to Misha Tate. And I would really love to see that rematch of how that would go. Yeah, I'm going to have to look up some videos on Misha Tate and just like her her fighting or something. Because she's, again, one of those fighters that just does nothing for me. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so unimpressed. And I'm amazed. You're, you're just, a tough client, man. You're a f- tough fuck. As somebody who's put on the gi and gotten on the mat, you're uh, you're a tough guy to impress with. Uh, with yeah, the I mean, here. don't get me wrong. I'm sure she'll murder me, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, as far as like all the other fighters, I don't see anything unique personally. Well, I, I feel like okay. Well, wait, 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 very, wait, wait. You wait, know what it wait. is? She's just very standard to me. Wait. Okay. So, so let me put it this way. You are evaluating Misha Tate, one of the pioneers of 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 women's MMA, and mm. you're seeing her after four and a half years of not seeing her, of seeing all these other fighters come up, and all these other women's fighters, and all these other female MMA artists, MMA artists, mm. female MMA athletes, um, compete. The evolution of martial arts, of mixed martial arts, 
is so fast, mm. you know? And like, like, like we've said, if you don't evolve and you come in with a style from the early 2000s or the late 2000s, that's not, that's not a thing anymore. If you come in like Chuck Liddell sprawling and brawling in today's game of MMA, it's not going to work. It's just not, right? But Chuck Liddell in Chuck Liddell's time was a terrifying fucking demon, right? Like, <laughs> like, right. like that was a whole different animal. But nowadays you see that and you go, oh, that's nothing. That's that's going to be stopped easily, right? I'm I, I can watch this guy run circles around this guy. Um, we saw that happen with the with 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 Ronda Rousey. Part of it again is some of the deep dives we've done on on how she hasn't she never changed or shored up her weaknesses. But a lot of it was that was a style that was working for years, and then it ran into a new style that was more evolved and capable, and it got stopped immediately brutally stopped right yeah went up against somebody who who had good footwork and understood distance and had like you know what i mean the the ability to to escape and you saw holly Holm literally like matador fucking ronda rousey you know what i mean ronda rousey comes in like like throwing her fist and then holly Holm just sidesteps out and then she like bounces off the cage you know, that's an infamous slow motion cut that UFC will always play. And it's because that is the perfect example of a moment in time of evolution of martial arts where you had somebody who was extremely dominant with that style run into a new thing. And I think a lot of this specifically, this is maybe why the Diaz brothers are like this for you with you're like, oh, they kind of don't really do it for me. They fight with an old school, old school um style of fighting they don't fight some highly evolved you know complicated programmed formula like formulaic uh uh uh, fluid style where they have Mm. chained combos and and drilled the right sequences for nope they just throw punches and if it goes to the ground they know jujitsu that's it that's fucking it right like (laughs) like that's the fucking style and guess what that's that's the old style that's the old old style what's the name of that brand oh my god Tell, please, uh, I can't believe I'm blanking out with the eyes, you know, like the the logo with the with like the eyes and with the angry eyebrows. J- Junko, Jinko, like that? No, not Junko. What was it? What was it? With the eyes, the angry eyes. Right. You don't know what I'm talking about. You know. Is this? Oh, you mean like a fighting, like a something related to MMA? Yes, dude. It was shit that like tap out shit. Bad boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Bad boy, like bad boy, and um, condom depot and tap out <laughs> and Mike seafood. Mike seafood. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit. <laughs> the Diaz brothers fight from a, have a style of fighting from that time. Their style is of that era, the era of yeah. tap out. That's a tap out style of fighting. Yeah, yeah. And it hasn't really changed. And that's why it's just this weird experience when you watch it because you're used to this new evolved version of MMA and you don't really see that. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying they're not good or effective, but I'm I mean, I'm saying there's a your comments about certain fighters, they all have something in common and the main thing is they're all typically older. <laughs> Yeah, I don't hear you. I don't hear you saying this about young up and coming fighters. It just doesn't do anything for me, you know. Just boring. 
just doesn't really fight. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't say that ever about new fighters. You know what I mean? Like that's all. That's all the old fighters. You know this what I mean? Very true. That's a Tyron yeah. Woodley style. That's a Nick Diaz style. That's a. That's a Misha Tate style. That's a. It, it's it's an older style. That's just what it is. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, this is one of the longest episodes we've done in a while. Um, I got to go shower. It's getting late. Hell of a fun. All right. Hell of an episode. <laughs> Hell of an episode. Um, for those listening, thanks for tuning in. Definitely watch the TJ fight because we're going to talk about it next episode yes. in two weeks. And it's going to be really fun to. Uh... Oh, yeah. We got it. We always we haven't done this in a while. All right. Real quick. Who wins tomorrow? TJ or Corey? Corey. <sighs> that was quick. Um, that was quick. Corey. First round. Oh. Knockout. Ooh. You questioned the chin. You questioned the chin. I'm going to say TJ Dillashaw third round TKO. guess we will see yeah we'll have to we'll have to see man we'll have to see this is exciting all right all right man good episode good chat until next time peace later